to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love and let people know about a savior that can cure their depression, that can make cancer go running out of their body. We gotta tell people about a savior. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I wanna be a light. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. No depression, you can't have me. I'm on a mission. I know something. I know something. I know something. Suicide, let go of my baby. I'm on something. I don't have time to bury nobody. No, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. God, help me to heal my broken heart. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. Help me to let go of that person that I know is not good for me. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. Help me to break this addiction. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I can't do it without you, God. I need you for this mission. I can't do it without you. I know that with you, all things are possible. I need you to join me in this mission. I got something to do. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I'm on a kingdom mission. I'm on assignment. My brother is Jesus. He wrapped himself in flesh. Amen. We are on a mission. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to destroy depression. We're on a mission to spread joy. We're on a mission to help God bring restoration and healing back to this country in ways that we have not seen in our lifetimes. We are on a mission. We're on a mission to make America great again. We're on a mission to give our children a future again. We're on a mission to show hope and to have hope again in this country, in our founding fathers, in our constitution. We are on a mission. You are locked and loaded right here on live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing to be here on this mission with you. If you're watching on social media, Type it in the comment section and share the video. I am on a mission. Hashtag it. I'm on a mission. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News or Digital TV or Dish or uh, uh, Android or Samsung TV, are you on a mission today? And it doesn't have to be just a holy mission. If you are unsure of where you are with God today, that's okay. Come on this mission with us. We'll show you things that you've never seen before. Get off the couch and get in this mission. 
Are you on a mission? I am. So let's do that and let's remember that as we head into this show today on this April 20th year of our Lord, 2022, we're on a mission. Now, before I get to emails, before I get to shout outs, I'd like to share a story with you today. About three years, I've always been a motorcycle uh, enthusiast. I love riding. Riding to me, out there free, the wind blowing in your face, there's nothing like it. I know there's a lot of people who are watching the show right now who have ridden their entire lives. I always had a motorcycle ever since I was a kid. I had a dirt bike. Then I graduated into motorcycle, always had one. Well, three years ago, I got rid of the motorcycle and I bought one of those Can-Ams, the three-wheel Can-Ams, because I felt it was much safer for myself and giving the kids a ride because the kids like to ride too. Well, I decided that this year I needed to do some work. I had some recalls on this. So I just called the local dealership. I will not tell you what state it's in. It's not in New Hampshire. And I will not tell you what the name of it is because what this guy did today was incredible. And I don't want him to get fired if somebody sees this. I called him. I said, look, I need to bring in this vehicle, this uh, Can-Am. I need to get some stuff, work, some, done, some work done on it. And it has a recall on some things. Can we make an appointment? He goes, sir, we're booking about four to five weeks out right now. I said, four to five weeks? Are you kidding me? He goes, yeah. I said, you can't get me in any sooner. He said, no. I said, okay. I said, how come? Why are you booked out so long? You can't get anybody to work for you? He goes, no, it's not, it's not really that. It's that we can't get any parts. We can't get any shipments of anything. And I said, "Uh, Biden's America. And he said, exactly. That's the problem. And he started going off about Joe Biden. Now, this is in a very Biden-loving state, right right near New Hampshire. Looks a lot like New Hampshire. We'll just call it that. And, I, and he said, I can't stand this anymore. I can't stand it anymore. And he goes, and worse on that, worse, worse about all that is he goes, we're backed up with a bunch of people who love Biden as well. And I said, well, and I told him what I do for a living. I told him where I stand with the Biden economy. I told him where I stand with thinking that this guy's a legitimate or an illegitimate president. And I said, why don't you just bump me ahead of all those Biden voters? They're the ones that voted for him. They're the ones that gave us this economy. They're the ones that gave us this mess we're in. Put me ahead of all of them. And you know what he said? You know what? I'm going to. And he got me right in. He's got me scheduled for next week. Ladies and gentlemen, even in the most liberal states, people are sick and tired of what is going on. Moral of the story. People are sick and tired and people are fighting back. They're on a mission as well. They, not, they may not be on the same mission that you or I are on, but they are on a mission for their pocketbooks. They are on a mission for their wallets. They are on a mission for their children. They are on a mission for their homes. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of buyer's remorse out there right now. A lot of buyer's remorse. Anyway, I got jumped to the front of the pack because Biden supporters can get pushed to the back for a while. You guys caused this mess. Why don't you live in it and wait a little longer? Anyway, let's go to some emails real quick. <clears throat> Linda, Linda Gilkison said this. Wow, Jeremy, this was your best newsletter yet. If you're not signed up for the newsletter, go to jeremyharrell.com and sign up. She goes, I used it for our morning devotional at home, at home school. Well, thank you for that. So obvious, this was directed by the Lord. Telling Luca, seven years old, how you are seeking Jesus to guide the direction of your life was a great lesson to share. And then showing him how anyone could do it. No one has to be a scholar to lead others to Christ. It is a pleasure to not only watch you grow in the Lord, but joining in with you in prayer is an honor and a privilege. Thank you. God bless you. Well, God bless you too, Linda. And thank you for sharing that with me. And thank you for letting me know that God's word that came from the newsletter this morning went to a homeschool lesson. Nothing greater than that. Here's another one from um, Tony DeCesar. Tony DeCesar says, Last summer, I got involved with a grassroots organization that had enough of the political climate in our country or in our county, excuse me, and the state of Maryland. He, uh, st- they started a Patriot Club of America last year. They're about 1,600 members strong. And let me just tell you some of the things that they've done in the last six months. They have registered election judges, secured candidates for school board, Republican Central Committee, City Council, etc. 
held voter registration trainings, assisted with People's Convoy in Hagerstown, attended rallies in Washington, D.C., protested at the state school board, and much, much more. That is Tony DeCesar out of the state of Maryland, letting us know how we can make a difference and how we can get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, the world is looking at the American spirit right now to save the world, whether you know it or not. It is once again on the American people, on the spirit of the American person who rides with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to once again show the world how to rise up, to once again show the world how to be free. The time is now. Will you get up? Will you join this mission? Because everybody else is, and we're making one heck of a difference. Here's another one. Homeschool Christian Lessons. This is a new venture from Renee Clorin. This is a new venture for my sister. She was a minister leader with YWAM for 30 years. Now she is on her own writing Christian-led lesson plans for parents who have decided to homeschool. She teaches the Constitution and how it it is Bible-based. Please add her to your prayers. Thank you to all you do, your wife and your family, plus your producer too. Thanks, Renee Clorin. Folks, people are getting up and they are grasping their own destinies and they are just pushing forward at all costs. And they are no longer waiting for their fulfilled destiny. They are going out and they are tackling it. And they are finding their cause. And they are completing work for God in this country. It's an amazing, beautiful thing to see. It's an amazing, beautiful thing to see. Let's go to the Lord now and read from Jesus Calling on this evening of April 20th, 2022. Fears that are not dealt with tend to magnify themselves. Expose them to the revealing light of my presence, and they will shrink to manageable proportions. Follow me confidently wherever I lead, and the shelter of my presence will keep you safe. From Psalm 37, 23 through 24, if the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And from Hebrews 12, 2, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And before you turn out the light, keep your eyes on me as you step out on the limb of faith. You are actually safer here with me than you would be on solid ground. Amen. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one this evening and let's go to the Lord together in prayer and let's thank him for all of the stuff that he has revealed to this country and to all of us here in America over the last couple of years. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We've got one heck of a powerful show here for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's not me. It's not just me who makes this show. It's everybody behind the scenes, it's my producer, and it's every single one of you who make this show. You guys are the ones that share it, you guys are the ones that get it to the masses, and you guys are the ones that get the gospel where it needs to go. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We've got a heck of a show for you tonight, and we've even got a special guest from Ohio, J.R. Majewski, tonight. We'll be right back. I got to tell you, seeing some of these emails come in from you guys who are taking the bull by the horns and actually doing the Lord's work, it's an incredible thing to see, and I am so, so inspired by it every day, and so is Eli. I got to be honest with you. Eli will tell you, his last job, he had a really good job, but his last job, he was never, ever inspired on a daily basis like he is today, like he is every single day today, and we have you guys to thank for that. It's, It's a wonderful thing to see. It really is. Um, if you guys could do me a favor, we're doing a round of sharing right now and we want to make sure we get the shares up. Okay. Especially the rumble link, go over to rumble, grab that link, share that link out. 
We really want to bring people from the other platforms to this platform for a lot of reasons, but really because this is where we are safe. This is where the family is as a whole, and we really want to get people here. Now, those that are watching on Facebook and Getter, you guys can do it quickly. You guys can just reshare the link, but for those that do it on Rumble, you got to get the link and then go share it on your social media. It's not as easy, but it's definitely worth it. We have to get the word out there. There's a lot of people that have been messaging me lately, including my mother today, who says that she can't even see the Rumble live from America anymore, and it's nothing to do with Rumble themselves. As a matter of fact, I've been having a lot of conversations with Rumble in the background that I will tell you guys about in the next few days. Uh, it's, it's other sites. It's Google. It's Facebook. It's all these other sites that will not uh, allow you to even be directed to the page without having some kind of a block. So let's make sure we keep that going, okay? Let's come back from this commercial break. Oh, real quick, I do want to ask our family for prayers, if I could, for Lacey. Lacey says she has not asked for prayers much from the Live from America family, but she's in a very terrible spot. Her landlord decided this morning that she wanted to sell the house, and they really don't have any extra money to move right now, and uh, they don't qualify for a home loan, and um, even things in their, in, their, uh, in their foundation, their marriage, are a little rocky, um, and she, know, she knows God has a plan, and just please pray for them. Uh, Lacey, I'll reach out to you as well. And we'll do, we'll do what we can to help you. At least have a, uh, somebody for you to lean on during these tough times where um, there's a lot of people facing some rough times right now and none of us are immune to that. So thank you for that and we'll keep you in our prayers and we'll, and we'll reach out to you, okay, Lacey? Uh, Nolan Wallace says, lost you on Rumble. Well, there you go. And it's not Rumble that's doing that. Rumble's been telling me a lot of things behind the scenes that are going on. They're trying to stop it at all costs. Let's boost them up there, shall we? Come back from this uh, commercial break and get right to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on this beautiful April 20th year of our Lord 2022. You're watching here on Real America's Voice News and across social media and digital TV. We thank you for being here. Our first and foremost section tonight, we're going to go right back to the great state of Florida. So if you could, please lift your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. Governor Ron DeSantis, you already know, has said Disney is not going to bully me. Disney is not going to bully the people of Florida. And Disney is not going to continue to groom and sexually bully the, uh, the, the citizens of the United States of America. Disney gets a lot of visitors from all over the world. And Ron DeSantis is not going to be bullied by their tactics any longer. Yesterday, I told you that he was calling a special session. Now, this special session of legislation was primarily to deal with redistricting maps, new election maps. However, he also instructed them to vote on ending all of the tax exemptions and the self-governing deals that were made with Disney back in 1968. I have some good news for you folks. Ron DeSantis and that Florida legislation not only walks or talks the talk, but they walk the walk because today the Florida Senate passed legislation to end Disney's tax privilege and their self-governing status. Folks, if this is a holy war, we just took down one of their major, major uh, defenses. We just literally put, uh, shattered their armor by pushing this legislation through the Senate in Florida. This will have major ramifications for the Disney groomers. This will have long-lasting effects that is just the beginning of the demise of the once wonderful Disney, which is now turned into this woke-topia full of groomers, sex addicts, drug addicts, human traffickers, and liars. That's what it is. You don't like it? Well, then you must not like the truth very much because that's exactly what it is. Let's get into this story because this is very important for this war that we're in, as well as Twitter and CNN and the rest of them that are all tanking as well. The Florida Senate passed legislation today on Wednesday to end Disney's special tax privilege and self-governing status in a 23 to 16 vote. Can I just get an amen? 
Ladies and gentlemen, can we just get an amen wherever you are in the world? Can we get an amen and continue to just sing songs like... Celebrate good times. On Tuesday, as you know, Governor Ron DeSantis announced he was calling the special session to file legislation to terminate all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968 and removal of exemptions from the Big Tech Accountability Law. The Florida legislature will meet this week to consider the congressional uh, reapportionment plan for Florida for the next 10 years. Governor Ron DeSantis considered getting rid of special districts enacted before 1968. We went all over that yesterday. The Reedy Creek Improvement District, which was created by state lawmakers in 1967, is the governing jurisdiction and special taxing district for the land of the Walt Disney World Resort. Representative Randy Fine filed HB3C on Tuesday to end Six of the 1,844 special districts, including the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Quote, Disney is a guest in Florida. Today, we remind them. And Governor Ron DeSantis just expanded the special session so I could file HB3C, which eliminates Reedy Creek's Improvement District, a 50-year-old special statute that makes Disney... um, that makes Disney to exempt from laws faced by regular Floridians, Representative Fine tweeted. Today, Florida lawmakers passed that legislation ending Disney's tax privilege, self-governing power, and special exemption status. The new bill is now heading to the House. Now, let me tell you what that means for Disney, folks. This is not small chump change. Not only is this a huge war in the holy war to fight for our children, to fight back these pedophiles and these groomers, But what this means for the state of Florida is some serious, serious revenue. Because just on the tax exemption alone, Disney could face $200 million per year. Let me me rewind and uh, replay that message for you real quick. Unique in Florida, the the Reedy Creek Improvement District in the Orlando area shields Disney from local government regulations and from local property taxes, which could be worth as much or exceeding of $200 million per year by one lawmaker's estimate. But Disney could also have as much as, get this, $1 billion in liabilities that could get transferred to taxpayers if the district is dissolved. So that means you want to play stupid games, you're going to want uh, win stupid prizes. What is the cost to you, Disney? What is it worth to you to go woke? Because we all know the saying, go woke, you know the rest, go broke. We've seen it happen time and time again, but this time it's over our children. The one thing that left and right will band together and everybody in the middle to protect, that is a red line that you will not cross in these beautiful United States of America. So how much is it worth to you, Disney? Because it isn't only going to be that $1 billion in liability that may go back to the taxpayer. It isn't only the $200 plus million per year, but it's also the lack of uh, atten- the, the, the low and, and, and very embarrassing attendance at your theme parks. That's a big one. How about your subscribers to your, to your streaming platforms? And the streaming platforms that you own, like ESPN, those are going down. How about your shareholders? How about the stock? How much has that gone down? How much is it worth to you to go broke? Sooner or later, you and everybody else will realize that you are too. You will leave those kids alone. So ladies and gentlemen, this is big, huge news. This is a great way to start out the show. This is a great way to start out the evening. And the one-two punch is going to be their copyright laws. We talked about this three weeks ago. Not another person is talking about this. We need to make more people aware of the copyright laws that are coming to an end. Because not only, if we can, if we can destroy their tax exemption, if we can destroy their self-governing, and we can come after them for their copyrights, and we can destroy their ownership of that, it's over for Disney. Bye-bye. Nice to see you. Nice to know you. You were once great but you're now pedophiles, and we don't want anything to do with you. Big, big shout-out to Ron DeSantis. That's what happens when you mess with a real American. Amen? All right. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on because there is at least two 
impeachable offenses right now on the books that we can hold the Biden administration accountable for after November 8th. Remember, remember the 8th of November. There are already two on the books. One of them has to do with the southern border and the other one has to do with giving and arming a terrorist state, an entire country, and basically $100 billion of U.S. taxpayer weapons. Okay? Those are the two. But wait, ladies and gentlemen, there's more. We may may now have another possible impeachment offense because the United States continues to send billions of dollars in cash and weapons to Ukraine in order to fight back Russia. But here's the problem. There's no account of where they're going. There is no record of where they're going. Nobody knows where the weapons are going and nobody knows where the cash is going. Elections have consequences, and you know what our good friend Bannon says, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. We already talked many, many times about what they did with the Taliban. We've already talked many times about how they armed them with 2,000 armored vehicles, 76,000 total vehicles of Ford Rangers, M35s, Ford vans, Toyota pickups, pickups, armored security vehicles, 45 UH-60 Blackhawk helicopters, 50 MD-530G Scout attack choppers, 30 military um, version Cessnas, and Scan Eagle military drones. I could go on and on and on. We don't know where that stuff is because the Taliban have it, has it. But that wasn't enough. The Biden administration is sending hundreds of millions of dollars in weapons to Ukraine, but they don't know what is happening with these weapons. They don't know where they're going. Ukraine is ranked as one of the most corrupt countries in the recent corruption perception index and the most corrupt countries in Europe. And yet we're continuing to send these people who do nothing but make weird transsexual leather videos singing in a language, singing things that would never, you would never want your kids to hear. Even CNN, ladies and gentlemen, even CNN is, is calling out the Biden administration for sending over weapons and not knowing where they're going because this is going to be catastrophic and disastrous. Check this out. As you know, the U.S. is sending high-powered military hardware to Ukraine, but what happens after it gets there? That is the concern, sources tell us. Uh, So far, the U.S. has sent more than $2.5 billion worth of military aid to Ukraine, including a new shipment that landed in the region just this week with helicopters howitzer cannons and military drones, among other things. CNN's Katie Bolillis is following the developments for us. Katie Bo, is the worry that these weapons could potentially fall into the Russian hands at some point? Not exactly, Anna. According to our sources, the the risk is a little bit more long-term than that. U.S. officials acknowledge that there is a possibility that at the close of this conflict, some of this free flow of arms could wind up on the black market and could end up in the hands of militaries and militias that the United States didn't intend to arm, similar to what has happened in past conflicts where the United States has armed one side or, or the other. But the reason for this, Anna, as you mentioned, is that the United States doesn't have a terribly reliable way to track what happens to these arms after they cross the border into Ukraine, what units they go to, how they're used. I, I want to read to you how one source briefed on the intelligence described this to us. We're this- not going to go that far, but I just wanted to show you that even CNN is reporting on how this is a very, very bad thing to have happen. Now, our next guest is going to touch a little bit on this because he knows a little bit about war himself as he has fought for this country. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from the commercial break, we will be bringing on our next guest, Mr. J.R. Majewski, running for the 9th District in the great state of Ohio. So you're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned right here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Okay, let's see. All right, JR, how you doing, my friend? Can you hear me? Um, I'm doing good, brother. I can hear you loud and clear. All right, perfect. I just want to make sure that everything is good here. I've got you pulled up the correct way. I don't have your head looking way too large or your or my head looking way too big. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an accomplishment, I'll tell you that. So how's things going, man? It's good to meet you. I'm very glad that you came on the show tonight. 
Hey, going fantastic, brother. I'm glad to meet you too, man. I've been trying to get with you for quite some time, and I'm glad it's finally happened. So. You know, what's weird about that is I didn't even know until about let me let me let me flip you over here so the social media audience can see you. You want to wave to the social media audience? They can all see you. Hey, everybody. Uh, what's crazy you? about that is I didn't know you were trying to get a hold of me at all, and uh, my producer actually was like, "Hey, we're gonna, you know, I'd like to bring this guy on." I said, "Yeah, who is he?" This was this was a while back. This was like a week ago. He's like, "Who is he?" And I asked him who you were, and I was like, oh, I know that name from somewhere. I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. And I was like, yeah, you know, book him to come on. And then, of course, over this weekend and, and you know, Trump talking about you and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great, you know, because I was going to have you on anyway, and it just makes it even better that, that you've got so much momentum. So thank you for coming I on. appreciate it, brother. No, you're very welcome, man. God bless you. I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to uh, come back from this commercial break, and then I'll introduce you, and we'll, uh, we'll get to town. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks, here on Real America's Voice News. And, uh, hey, we're having America First MAGA candidates come on this show so that we can let them tell you how they are putting themselves out there to save this country, how they're putting themselves and their family out there to make America great again. And we're only concerned with fighters. That's all we want. We want fighters. We have no time for people who are going to sit back and be some crybaby rhino or some uniparty wimp. We want fighters on this show. And tonight we have got a fighter um, in the great state of Ohio from the 9th District, Mr. J.R. Majewski, running for U.S. Congress. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing fantastic, brother. How are you? Man, it's great to have you. Thank you very much. Um, So the first thing that I did when bringing you on the show was I wanted to see who you uh, who's endorsed you. And I went through your list of endorsements and they're all they're all brothers and sisters in this MAGA movement. You know what I mean? I I would consider them my homies if if that makes any if that uh, if that works. But uh, no, you've been you've been um, you've been endorsed by people like uh, um, Michael Flynn. Of course, Roger Stone, many, many others. Have you, did, you, did you get the official endorsement by President Trump yet? No, I have not. I and, think that's uh, coming. I think that's it. coming. I, I hope so, brother. And, and you know what? Everybody out there that's, uh, that's followed me through, through uh, I would say, the short window of time that I've been, been pushing and fighting for this country. Look, get on your social media and tag President Trump, tag Don Jr., tag Dan Scavino. And let's let them know that, uh, hey, his biggest grassroots, solid conservative from Ohio, you know, I supported him. And uh, let's get him, let's get him supporting me. I, I honestly, I don't think he thinks I need it, but I want it for the principal, man. I love the guy. No, and, and that's the good thing, you know, is the fact that you're going to fight forward no matter what. You've got this MAGA, you know, mindset. You've got this America First Agenda mindset. Uh, you're a veteran. I want to thank you very much for your service. Would you tell, uh, like to tell the, uh, the audience uh, which branch you served in and, and when? I served in the United States Air Force and uh, started in 1999 and uh, did a four-year career over in uh, Operation During Freedom. Spent a lot of time overseas. And, uh, yeah, only did I was four and four and out the door, man. Uh, the, the military was, uh, a, a very, very, uh, life changing, uh, set of years for me, um, made me grow up hard, grow up fast. And, uh, you know, I do it all over again, but I knew that, uh, there was more for me yeah. than, uh, fighting a war that I didn't necessarily believe I should have been fighting in, but I, I would do it all again tomorrow. Now, where do you stand in if Ohio? I was a little bit thinner and, and in better shape. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you, man. I've been on, I've been on this yeah. crazy diet for the last six weeks, and uh, I got. If I'm going to be a fighter, I got to be in fighting shape. That's the way I'm starting to That's look right. at it. That's we right. got to be in fighting shape. You know what I mean? I got to be able to run a half a mile if yeah. I'm going to be able to talk yeah. a mile an hour, uh, a mile, you know, hundred miles an hour. Um, where are you with the uh, the Republican Party in your state? Are you one of those candidates that they don't want anything to do with because you're? Uh, a MAGA style candidate, or do you have the support of the GOP in Ohio? How's that working out for you? I think the uh, I think the Republican Party consistently across the country isn't supporting America First candidates like myself. And uh, look, I don't want them. Um, you know, this is a this is a Republican Party that they think is theirs, but they don't realize this is Donald Trump's Republican Party. That's right. And uh, look, I'm tired of them looking down their nose at me like yeah. some golf cl- you know some uh, some some uh, golf club conservative snooty. You know, uh, uh, gentlemen that that believe that they're better than me. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, I'm not a registered Republican. And, uh, you know, they're trying to come after me for that. But look like millions of Americans across this country. No one inspired me to get to the ballot box until Donald Trump. And, That's right. uh, you know, 
I, I affiliate with the problem. I've always had conservative beliefs, 100 percent, a little bit of a libertarian. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, solid in my in my pro-life and, and, and pro-constitutional and, and, and liberty standpoints. But uh, Donald Trump inspired me to get politically, politically active. And uh, they are really deplatforming a bunch of solid Americans just because we're not part of the Boys and Girls Club. Well, you know, the good thing about, um, and, and I said this, Donald Trump's legacy won't be um, particularly uh, draining the swamp. It won't be particularly, uh, you know, putting up the border wall. His legacy will be getting all of us involved again. For decades, for decades and decades, nobody got involved. And the only people that, didn't get, that did get involved in the Republican Party were people that were so quick to shy away from an argument or a debate or a Democrat calling them racist or bigot. And they had the Republicans basically in a corner for decades. Donald Trump came in and exposed everything. His legacy will be you. His legacy will be the people watching this. His legacy will be Real America's Voice News, me, so many others. You know, it, it's the, the door is wide open and there's no shutting it now. We're, they're not going to get the toothpaste back in the tube. It's already out. We're already winning. Um, right. I, I, I know the answer to this question, but I promised my my family and my audience I would ask every candidate that comes on here this one question. And this is the only question I need to ask you to vet you. Do you believe that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States? Hell right no. What's that again? Hell no. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There, so you're yeah, good. Yeah. You're good I, on I our book. See you later. No, that's. I was trying to be that guy that answers it before you even finish the question. No, man. No, that's... and I'm the only one in my race that's standing up to say it. You know, all these other all the candidates I'm running against, they're establishment Republicans. You know, they're fighting over who's the Trumpiest, Trumpy, Trump, Trump. But look, my actions speak louder than my words. You Amen. Google my name, you see my lawn, you see me fist bumping with the guy. I don't have to run around and tell everybody that I support President Trump. My actions speak louder than their words and you know i call these folks passive progressives you know patriotism is a lonely game and everybody talks uh, talks about it but you know folks like us man um you know every day since july 4th of 2020 i've i've woke up every morning and thought what can i do to make this country better and running for office is just a part of that i mean i've been doing so much more in in, in my fight every day to get this to take this country back and you know i'm, I'm going to continue uh, regardless of what God has in plan for me, you know, I'm going to keep fighting. And uh, it, it, to me, it's it's going to last the rest of my life because I think that's what it's going to take to slowly take back this country and uh, bring it to where it needs to be. JR, do you support if the when, not if, when we take back the House and the Senate by a large uh, majority this November, do you support removing Kevin McCarthy as the leader of the Republican Party in the House? I think that uh, I, I, I'm definitely open to that. I think that, uh, you know, the, I, I, I need to get, and I'm going to say this, I'm not scared of anybody in Congress. Amen. I'm not going to sell my vote to anybody in Congress, but I'm going to tell everybody right now, I've, 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 uh, I've spent some time with, with a lot of folks and they say, don't meet your heroes because they'll always let you down. Amen. The people that you think are fighting the good fight, uh, they're not. And, uh, you know, the people that you might think are are not fighting the good fight, they may be. They now, may I'm be. not insinuating that he is or he isn't, but I'll tell you right now, I will never announce my play until I'm in the game. There you and go. Uh, what, what, I, what I will tell you is that I'm a fearless patriot, and if that, if that guy has to go, I'll be the first one, you know, on the field uh, taking him out. If I got to take him out at the knees, that's what we'll do. <laughs> like Nancy Kerrigan, right? Like, like Tanya Harding. No, not like that. We're kidding. We're kidding. FBI. I'm, Calm like, down. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like Terry Tate, the office linebacker, man. You know, there you that, go. That's, that's what I'll be doing in DC. So let me ask you, uh, you're running for the ninth district of Ohio. Obviously yeah. you've been talking to your constituents. You've been talking to people left and right. You've been listening to what they have to say. What is the biggest gripe outside of the fact that, yes, Biden's in the White House and screwing everything up? What is the biggest gripe for Ohioans right there in that ninth district? What do they want you to say for them the most? What is the biggest priority that they want uh, out of their government? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest gripe that I get is why, is, why isn't Jeremy Majewski endorsed by President Trump? <laughs> you know, that's just fair and square. That's what I hear all the time. Yep. Um, but re- the reality of it is, is that... Uh, you know, our biggest concern right now is election integrity. Uh, energy independence is, is, is very close behind. I mean, we have a uh, re- 
We have a, a nuclear power plant that's a cornerstone, a linchpin of our district. And it, it, it contributes hundreds of millions of dollars into our economy right now. And uh, we, we are we are very, very uh, fearful that, you know, this, this administration with their um, just forward attempts of crippling our nation are going to, you know, they're, they're going to create an energy market where, where this nuclear power plant cannot survive. Yeah, well, that, that's their goal, right? They want to destroy this energy source that we have so they can usher in wind, solar, electric cars, and, and, uh, and, right. and, 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 and ban cow farting, apparently. Um, do you, everything uh, China. That's yeah, everything are. China. Anything China, and, they're, and that's what they're good with. Do you support term limits in Congress and Senate? Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I've signed the, I've, I've, I've signed the term limit pledge. You have. So that's very important for people yeah. to know. Uh, J.R. Majewski has signed the term limit pledge. Um, what do you feel about the board? Now, if if go, I go could ahead. add a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. If I could add a little bit, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, every America First platform plank that you're going to ask me, I'm aligned with. But, but I have a very distinct point to put out uh, with, with respect to term limits. Um, and I spent a lot of time in my campaign talking about term limits and how it's going to be ineffective because we're not going to garner enough vo- votes in, in, in the House to ratify our Constitution. What really needs to change is how campaigns are financed, OK? Right. Because right now, each political party has so much strength monetarily. It doesn't matter how many terms and how many years you're allowed to get in office because they're going to pick your replacement. All term limits does, in, in my opinion, is it. Uh, it, it expedites the process in which they bring another joker into office. What we need to do is we need to ensure that we have fair opportunity to run for political office in these United States. Jeremy, you should be able to wake up tomorrow and say, you know what, I'm going to go to, I'm going to be the governor of my state and not have to worry about how many millionaires you need to, to know to get there. Amen. We, we, we should not be, we should not have a political system in which, uh, you, you know, you have to be self-funding multi-millionaire associated you know, establishment oligarch driven, you know, to, to, to run for office in this, in this country. And our political system is one of the very, very uh, rare opportunity or rare, rare um, um, landscapes in this country where we don't have equal opportunity. And wow. that, that is what will fix our political system because then competition will course correct who gets voted into office. No, I agree. I don't and think I'm tell you right now, that's the exact position as Donald Trump has. And, but look, my job is to go to D.C. to represent everybody. And when 80 percent of Americans believe in term limits, you bet your ass I'm going to sign that pledge. I hear you. And, and, and you know, the other thing, um, the other thing as well is you're right. You got to get to the you got to get to the root of this stuff. You got to get to the cancer of it. And the cancer is just that, because when you have to pay twenty thousand dollars to run for an office, like people have to do in some states, some people who run for Senate, they got to pay 20 grand. Run for governor, they got to pay 25 grand. That's ridiculous. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I've you paid 100. Th- I've paid, I'm 100 in mine. 100,000. 100, That's ridiculous. Money. That is ridiculous. Nobody should have Absolutely. to do that. Regular people should be able to run and be public servants and not politicians. Hey, we got to go, JR, but I want to give you the last word uh, where people can find you in Ohio, where they can help you, how they can get involved. Floor is yours. All right, man. Hey, look, everybody out there, I'm the I'm going to tell you right now, I am a 100 percent true America first candidate. And when you look across what we have going on right now in our political system, our political spectrum, you have all of these Republicans talking about energy independence and how it's uh, so important. Let me tell you, folks, it is fundamental to our existence. It is important for our economy and it's important for our critical infrastructure right now. Russia and, and, and countries all over the world are planning cyber attacks against our grid. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I am the only candidate in this country and will be the only member of Congress that has experience in the power and energy sector, 20 years in the nuclear industry. And I just resigned my position last week as an executive, but here's the kicker. I spent a lot of time, a lot of time managing high caliber, high speed cybersecurity professionals posturing the nuclear industry to defend against this stuff. So if we really want an America first candidate that understands energy independence, I can tell you right now, without energy independence, you don't vote without energy independence. You don't have a country. You don't have the ability to defend this country. So there are many issues in this country right now, but I'm gonna tell you right now, when you get down and you break it down to the brass tacks, energy independence is our number one, most important issue, especially when you have countries like China, Russia, and all of these other players trying to uh, 
you know, they're trying to put us in the ocean. That's that's the easiest way to say it. Yeah. And they can go to jrmajewski.com to help out with any kind of campaign finances or to get involved. Yeah, it's jrmajewski, the number four congress.com. Okay. All right. I'll make sure that I put that up for everybody. We'll have you back again where we can discuss a little bit more and we have a little bit more time. I thank you for coming on, brother. And I want to say thank you for your service and thank you for your time tonight. Okay. Thank you, brother. God bless you and God bless your audience. Man. God bless you too, sir. All right. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you are in uh, Ohio, 9th District. J.R. Majewski seems like a straight up honest guy, fought for this country. He looks you right in the eye, he tells you what he feels and uh, tells you what he means. And that's the kind of person that we definitely want. So if you want to check him out, you know how to check him out and you know where his website is to do that. We'll be right back with more Real America's Voice News live from America right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. So what do you guys feel? What do you guys think about uh, about him as a candidate in Ohio for you Ohioans out there? Uh, have you met him before? Do you know who he is? Uh, do you know... Uh, what he stands for. Do you live in the area? Maybe you can help out. Go meet him. Don't take my word for it. Go meet him. Have a conversation with him. Um, sounds like a good guy to me. He's got the great. He's got the right things that uh, the right mind frame that you need in order to do this job. And uh, hey, he's already served his country. So um, I don't think we have to. Uh, I don't think we have to vet him on his integrity. But we did have to vet him on his political leanings and where he and where he sees this country and why. And uh, I, I think somebody said, and he looks like he could be your brother. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I first saw him, I go, is that guy my brother? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And Eli said the same thing. Jeremy, you should one day a week endorse a candidate on your show and promote your run for office. Or, you know, hey, you know what? Well, we're going to start doing that. We have a lot of things in the work to change, uh, to add to Live from America. Um, Netflix to start, what's that? Hold on, Netflix to start ads to help pay bills. Yeah, I know. It's because their stock went from 20% to 37% down. I told you this morning it was 20%. No, it went to 37. They're down 37%. That's what you get because you can't beat God. Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and we'll hit this uh, next segment. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America on Real America's Voice News. I hope you enjoyed that interview, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it seems like um, that he's a fighter for this country, and it seems like J.R. Majewski is going to be a fighter for Ohio. So really wonderful uh, interview, and I want to thank him for coming on again. Folks, we're going we're gonna to get right into the next segment here, and I want to uh, just, just say a few words for you, and I want to see if we can find the... the uh, the, the common denominator, what all these words have in common. You ready? Here we go. Education. Facts. Definitions of words. Manners. Respect. Honesty. And morals. What do all of these words have in common? Let me give you the answer. Every one of these words are harder to find in 2022 than Waldo, or maybe harder to find than pictures of Nancy Pelosi's original face structure. She's had way too many plastic surgeries. However, it is our responsibility as Americans. It is our responsibility as Christians. It is our responsibility to show and give these things to the people that need them, or they will be lost forever. Now, Ted Cruz had this unique opportunity to educate a young, woke Yale student yesterday, and I think he did a great job laying the hammer down, but in a respectful way. Check out this, uh, this interaction between Ted Cruz and this young, woke female from Yale. On Tuesday, it baffled me that you would ask such flagrantly racist questions um, to this exceedingly well-qualified candidate. Your colleagues in the GOP promised a respectful and dignified hearing for Justice Jackson, and to me, you did not uphold this. When it comes to issues of race, I think both the press and the modern left uh, are hypocritical on this question. That they only define someone as black, or they only define someone as Hispanic, uh, 
if they agree with them ideologically. Everyone who was harumphing in the media that if you oppose an African-American woman who's a qualified judge, you're a racist, precisely zero of them thought it was racist to, for Democrats, including Joe Biden, to filibuster Janice Rogers Brown. Now, I'm going to suggest to you, if you oppose somebody because of their race, that is the definition of racist. And look, I'll point out in your question, you said that my questioning of Judge Jackson was you used the term racist. Listen, racism is a horrific evil in this country. It is also an insult that the left tosses around casually. Mm -hmm. I would welcome, if you look at the questions I asked Judge Jackson, every single question I asked her concerned her record. Either her record, record as a judge, sentencing defendants before her, or her record writing academic materials and law reviews, or her record giving speeches to law schools. All of that is the job of, of the Senate in, in the advice and consent process. And so respectfully, I could not disagree more deeply when you say it is racist to examine a judge based on their record if the Democrats wanted to oppose Janice Rogers Brown because they oppose conservatives, you know, do you think the Democrats were all sexist when they voted party line against Amy Coney Barrett? I, I'm willing to bet you don't because she's not a liberal woman. So you can't have it both ways, which is that when a Democratic nominee has a certain characteristic, anyone who opposes them is racist or sexist or what have you, but when a Republican nominee has those characteristics, it's open season and you can go after them full force and, and the left is righteous in doing so. It, 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 the standard should be the same, and I'm going to suggest what the standard should be, is we should examine people based on their actual record and whether and to what extent that record demonstrates they will defend the constitutional rights of all Americans. I think that's what people care about. So one thing I like about what Ted Cruz there, did there is he demonstrated facts. He educated her. He demonstrated the definition of words and how they have a, how they ha what effect they have on society. He demonstrated manners. He demonstrated respect. He demonstrated honesty. And he did it all while showing his morals. Now, he may have the nickname Lion Ted, and he may have done some things that we don't like. But today... What Lion Ted just did there, I won't even call him that today. What Ted just did there was he showed every one of those characteristics that our youth does not seem to have today. So for that, we're going to give credit where credit is due and give Ted. Smarty Award of the Day. That's how we're going to educate these kids. We're not going to educate them by being rude or mean to them. We're going to educate them by, be, by uh, showing every one of those qualities that I just talked about. Now, let's quickly go over to the great state of Pennsylvania, folks, where the school board there, a school board in Pennsylvania, has rejected an after-school Satan Club for elementary students. We talked about this a while back, but here we go. The after-school Satan Club is an after-school program that promotes self directed education by supporting the intellectual and creative interests of students the satanic uh, temple claims on its website the school board at northern elementary school uh, in york pennsylvania rejected the after school satan club after one of the parents pushed for the organization to set up shop on campus northern elementary in york considered the introduction of the satan club after-school program at Tuesday night's meeting. The club, which was proposed and pushed by a parent at the school, was initially rejected by the principal. However, the club was up for a probationary vote at the school board in which they got shot down. Ladies and gentlemen, God wins again. You will stop grooming our children. You will stop teaching 
our children the ways of Satan. Because whether you like it or not, Satan is very, very real, very alive and well, and he's coming after our kids, and it's on full display now. And we're not going to put up with it anymore. Big shout out to York, Pennsylvania. Big shout out to Northern uh, School, Elementary School, for having the guts to say no to Satan and yes to God. We'll be right back to close the show right after this. I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, I tell you every day, God is winning. And, I'll t- and, and if that happened in California, I guarantee you those kids would be completely, those kids would have no chance. If that was in a place like California, those kids would have zero chance. So uh, she won't get anywhere because schools are indoctrinating. Oh, my, where are their brains? Oh, yeah, they are fried, says Barbara. Not educating. Exactly. God is working overtime, says Lisa Naquin. You can't beat God, says Miranda Dolan. Was finishing cooking dinner, but they should be rejecting that garbage. Amen, Carla Reynolds. I hope all is well, Carla. God bless you. You can tell a liberal because they're liberal because they're nuts and they're not right in their heads. Amen. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. You can't beat God. God is good. It is nice to praise God for these wonderful things that we're seeing in this country. It really is. Now, you guys are really going to enjoy the end of this show. I can tell you that because today we are going to end the show reading liberals angry tweets over the mask mandates going bye-bye <laughs> and these are incredible so you ready here we go folks i appreciate you sticking around here on live from america today and uh thank you for um for always supporting the show sharing the show i want to do i want to give a quick shout out to the people that we're partnered with and the people that we're sponsored with and that is mypillow.com If you want to help the show out in any way, we're completely viewer funded and we could always use help. Use the promo code LFA. The same thing goes for the Brave American. If you go to Brave American and get some awesome American Christian home decor, put in the promo code LFA and uh, you'll be helping the show out as well as PatriotFoods.com. Calm, okay? I want to end the show reading some very angry and pink hair screaming to the sky tweets from liberal communists who are completely, completely triggered by the fact that a federal judge in Florida said no more mask wearing, ladies and gentlemen. These tweets are beautiful and they're wonderful and they make me smile ear to ear. Here we go. Here's one. Try explaining to your friends in other liberal democracies. We don't live in a democracy. That's your problem that a single uh, unelected life-tenured 35-year-old judge just abolished the air travel mask mandate for an entire country. No peer nation would tolerate such a power-drunk juristocracy. Our system is badly broken. And then another person says, when Trump nominated her to the federal judiciary, Catherine Kimball Mazel had never tried a case, civil or criminal, as lead or co-counsel since her admission to the bar. She spent 10 months at a firm, not qualified, Another person said, this entire thing is nothing more than a political stunt, in my opinion. Eventually, mask restrictions will be lifted on planes. If it weren't for BA2 and cases going back up, it might have already happened. But don't do this now with the most transmissible COVID-19 variant ever. Another person says, I also think that the Biden administration should maybe ask for an appeal. Otherwise, every time the CDC wants to do its job, which they never had the authority to do in the first place, by the way, Um, You risk having some anti-science judge with a political agenda working to undermine things that sabotage public health. Here's another one. Don't give up on the Constitution just yet. One brave federal judge just secured. Oh, no, this was this was the response uh, to that. Um, Just secured due process and equal protection for thousands of people. Of course, they didn't like that. Chuck Wendig says we as a nation are effing hellbound to destroy ourselves we are addicted to self-destruction all at the behest of the corporations and politicians that will gladly use our bodies as firewood oh ladies and gentlemen there is no shortage of angry pink hat wearing triggered liberal communists today on social media and me i am smiling ear to ear while at the same time thinking in my head Nobody cares. Ah, isn't it just too bad? God is good. And that reminds me, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out and your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and spread that gospel. I love each and every one of you. Go to JeremyHarrell.com to help out today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye, folks.